Club 400 Ballpark Lager is a beer for all nine innings. Take me out to the ball game. This crisp, easy-drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans, this baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six-pack today, and please remember to drink responsibly. Sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price on our most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Plus, right now at Blinds.com, they're offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the installation from the start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free, that's right, free shipping and 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Go to the link in our show notes to shop up to 35% off site-wide. That's the link in our show notes for up to 35% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, happy Monday, everybody. Joe Flaherty here for the Mistaken Identity Podcast. Frank is out on a little bit of a vacation, so we wish him well. Uh, David had a little bit of a scheduling conflict, but regardless of who may be hosting this podcast, David or Frank or Joe or Thomas, um, we wanted to do something a little bit different today and highlight what's going on on our membership page over at patreon.com slash mistaken identity podcast because there is a lot of going on on that membership page uh you can have a membership of your very own for as little as one dollar a month i know previously it was going for the lowest price of three dollars a month but we've added another tier below that to kind of unlock uh, as much access to as many people as possible and i'm actually on the patreon page right now and i'm actually a little bit um taken aback by how much extra stuff is actually on here. Um, there is an investing series. There's a music series. There's a bunch of exclusive videos. There are mini series reviewing TV series. Uh, and there may even be a video series of some sort or series uh, with my name on it, as you might have heard me tease uh, to on an episode that featured uh, me when I talked about the trade deadline. There might be a more sports-focused series of some sort with my name on it going forward. 
but I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Uh, what I will say is available is a currently three-part series and will be additional parts to this series, but three exist already over on patreon.com called Meet the Rookies, uh, where Frank decided to wrangle up a bunch of the new faces now that masks are off (laughs) over at the Friendly Confines and to try to put a face to a name and some information to that name as well. Uh, So if you guys are ever brushing shoulders uh, out there at 1060 West Addison, uh, you have some conversation starters. Uh, Some really interesting backstories, some origin stories in Marvel terms, if you will. Uh, And episode one uh, is what you'll be hearing the audio of today after my little introduction here. Um, That'll be featuring a new um, guest services ambassador named Jake Keady, who hails all the way from Utah. Um, And he has a pretty intriguing uh, story about how he got here and how uh, his first few months of his Cubs experience is treating him. So hope you enjoy the episode and hope uh, you get to check out our membership page and possibly grab a membership of your own for as little as $1 a month over at patreon.com slash mistaken identity podcast. Once again, this is episode one of the series called meet the rookies featuring new guest services ambassador, Jake Keaty. Enjoy. Hello everybody. And welcome uh, meet the rookies. And we have a um, exciting one to start out with uh, somebody who I've met in a very strange and odd way uh, who I have grown to uh, actually have fun with all the time. I think you, you are going to enjoy him too. Uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself by telling you his name, his age, and what he does at Wrigley Field. Go ahead. Um, my name is Jake Cady. I am 21 years old, and I am a guest service ambassador for the Chicago Cubs. As, as everybody's going to say, he looks like he is 18. He doesn't look anywhere near 21, uh, which is just good genes, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's start from the beginning. Okay. Tell me how you even heard about the Cubs hiring. Okay, so back in January, I think it was, maybe February, I was in college. Then I was about to graduate, so I graduated back in June, and I didn't really know what to do. So I got on and applied to my five favorite baseball teams, and the Cubs got back to me quickest out of all of them back in May about a week before my graduate or before like something was going on something big and I was like I took the opportunity flew out here interviewed and I got on so just got lucky I was looking around for my favorite all my favorite sports teams now what were your what were your five teams I'm a big Dodgers fan I'm a big uh Boston Red Sox fan just because someone in my hometown went there Cubs of course magical uh field and uh I like the Braves, and then I also I like the Diamondbacks just because I like teams in Arizona. So now you said you heard about the interview and you flew back here. I know all our staff are listening to this. I'm like, wait a minute, who does that? So where did you fly from? So I yeah I went to college in St. George, Utah, and so our closest airport was uh, Vegas. So at three in the morning, I woke up, flew, drove to Vegas, and flew to Chicago. And I was here for about four hours, and then I flew back to get back in time for, I think it was maybe it was a final or something, but yeah. That may be the best interview story I've ever heard in all of my years with the Cubs, that somebody flew across the country just for the interview and left. So how did the interview go? 
Uh, I got interviewed by a guy named Blake. I eventually met him once I got on, but I thought it went all right. You know, there's some definitely things that I could have done better. Uh, I wasn't a big, like I wasn't a diehard Cubs fan, which is something Blake said that the Cubs organization is always looking for, but I was honest with him and I was, so I am, my biggest team is the Dodgers and I was wearing a Dodgers shirt underneath because I wanted to be loyal and Blake saw it through my white uh, button up shirt with my tie. I thought my tie would hide it enough, but I think it went well. Uh, Blake said I did all right and. Yeah, I, I got it. I, I got a job. I think, it's amazing that, I think it's amazing that you wore a Dodgers outfit under your clothing for good luck at a Cubs interview. <laughs> yeah, well, I love the Cubs, and I didn't know there was beef between the Cubs and the Dodgers, really. I, everyone I talk to at the Cubs doesn't don't like the Dodgers, but every Dodgers fan I talk to likes the Cubs, so I don't know. Maybe it's only one way, one-sided. I didn't know that either, actually. It's just That's news to me. Um, so now – where do you live at though? So you don't live in Utah. Where do you live? So I, when I got the job, I didn't have a place to live. So I moved to Chicago and I stayed in a hostel next to the stadium called Wrigleyville Hostels for about two and a half weeks. And then just recently, like four or five days ago, found a place in South Loop. Wait, uh, back back back. this is, this is, and I'm, for those of you that are watching, I didn't know any of this stuff. So this is, this is entertaining to me too. So <laughs> you relocated to Chicago for this job. Yes, sir. Yeah. I I thought it was an opportunity I couldn't pass, so. Okay, okay. So, now, and this is going to, I'm going to jump over real quick because this is all news to me and I'm loving it. So, when I, when I, first of all, tell the audience how me and you met. Um, Me and Frank met. So, before when I got hired, someone told me about the podcast that is done by Frank and David. And so, when I got on, I made it a mental note that I had to meet Frank or David. And just the other day I was at the marquee gate scanning tickets or maybe I was checking bags and you walk right up beside me and I just caught a glimpse of your name tag. And I was like, this is Frank. Maybe there's another Frank, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask. And then you said, yeah, I do. And then you asked me and I was like, wow, this is something I can't miss. I, I was pumped. I called, got on my, called my dad. I'm like, you know, that podcast I listened to. And he's like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I, he said it, I, he'll interview me on it. I was like, wow. Now, but didn't I, I thought I met you on the terrace too. Yeah, we met there briefly, but I didn't know if you yeah, were. That's, that's, that's the funny, that's the funny story because I thought you were about to quit because of the way you looked. What? <laughs> you thought yeah, I, was I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't, you weren't like happy. You weren't like smiling. I thought, I'm like, hey, I thought you looked like you were upset to be up in the terrace. Oh, no, I don't. That might be a different person than actually. I, I'm, I'm pumped anywhere I am. The the worst job, I'm still happy to do it. I'll make it the best opportunity out of it. But the worst job there is mobile ordering. But so if I'm anywhere else than that, I am always all smiles. So you might have someone different for that that story. Maybe, but I could have, I could have almost swore I saw I walked past one day. Maybe it wasn't a terrace. Or maybe it was somewhere else. Maybe maybe it wasn't a terrace. I remember walking by you one day. And you just didn't look. Maybe, maybe I caught you. Maybe where? Maybe it was mobile ordering because there were a lot of people around. So that could be that. And yeah. you just looked like you did not want to be where you were. So it could have been mobile ordering. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> it could have been mobile ordering. Now, um, tell me about the first day, uh, not work related, but with the first day you stepped into Wrigley Field. What was that like? Um. So, like the first time I ever went to a game. 
No, when you, when you got hired, okay, and you had the uniform on, and your first day walking into Wrigley Field as an employee, what did that feel like? Oh, I was so nervous. I remember I got my first day was the day I flew in to Chicago, and so I, I only had a duffel bag of clothes, and I was I was nervous of what I should wear because we didn't have any of the outfits or anything, and so I, I put together something. I can't remember exactly what I didn't. I know I didn't feel too comfortable in it because it was all wrinkly and stuff, and tucked in my bag but walking into the field and just seeing everything and like because this is something I've always wanted to do and just get kind of getting that those butterflies that I hadn't had for a long time it, it felt it felt right that's all I can say it just felt like that was where I needed to be in life and that it that's what I want to what I want to do yeah what I want so when, the Cubs, so when the Cubs play the Dodgers what, what do you do like what do you what is your allegiance I'm just curious as to you know what, what do you uh, right now I'd cheer for the Cubs because <laughs> I want to work for the Cubs into October. And so, and when I'm a Cubs employee, Cubs are going to have to come first because my loyalty has to be with who I'm with. So, and the Dodgers would want that if I was ever working for the Dodgers. So. All right. I want to put you on the spot. Tell me three differences between Chicago and where you were in Utah. Three different, three, three things that are different. Put you on the spot. Um, the tallest building in my in the city of Utah or in St. George, Utah was the Mormon Temple. And it was maybe four stories tall. So you can see the sky from any way you look. You can see the Red Mountains or this yeah, you can anywhere you look. Uh, the cold the days people call here warm, like when it's like eighty degrees, are cold there. It's hundred degrees, hundred ten degrees there, and we're always at the lake relaxing. And then diversity. I'm not gonna lie. It's about seventy percent Mormon culture. Very, everyone there is very um, passionate about their beliefs. And here, everyone you meet someone, they're not gonna be the same as the next person you meet. So I really like that fact about uh, Chicago. Okay. Now, tell me about you growing up uh, as a child. Were you a um, uh, great child, A plus student? Were you uh, a, a terror? Were you an athlete? Now, tell me about you as a child growing up. Yeah, so I grew up in Oregon, a small town of Oregon of only 2,000 people. I was the oldest sibling of my three brothers. So I was the the peacemaker. I like to make my parents proud. So I did get good grades. Uh, I was a three-sport athlete. I didn't play baseball because in T-ball, I got pegged by the ball so many times. I went to lacrosse and so I can wear pads. And then I eventually switched to golf eventually when we moved again. But I played uh, golf, basketball, and then ran cross country to get in shape for basketball after the golf season. So I was a good student. I worked all throughout high school, though, starting at the age of, I think, 13. I got a job as a dishwasher and then worked full time throughout high school because our town was so small and sports weren't anything important to me, except I liked watching them. So, yeah. So, you know, it's funny because you're naming all these places that are west and yeah. uh, coming to a big uh, liberal uh, city and state, uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I'm surprised that wasn't that wasn't a big change for you. Oh, it was. It was. It's, <laughs> it's definitely a big change seeing people's uh, political point of view, like you said, liberal. Um, Oregon is pretty liberal, I would say, but I, I, I like everyone's different points of view and their opinions on life. It's kind of nice to see something different, especially coming from Utah, a very conservative place. So diversity and the change of uh, just 
thoughts on how things should be run. It's interesting to see and it's a cool dynamic to learn about. So now do you drive in Chicago or do you take public transportation? Uh, I, that was a big decision moving from Utah because I loved my car. I got a Prius because that's a big thing in Oregon. So I thought I could make it work. But then the day I saw the prices in Chicago and apartments. And so I decided <laughs> to sell my car and uh, to afford a rent. And then I just, I like taking the L. It's kind of fun. It's something new, something I'm not used to and something I'm getting used to every day. Yeah, you know, so I don't drive, but I have not taken the L in about three years. Once they invented uh, Uber and Lyft, oh. um, I have just given up the whole train thing. And now I get a ride, you know, by my phone, where I want to go. So, yeah. uh, so how long have you, so you've been in Chicago for how long? A month. A month. So that means that one of these days, I'm going to have to take you somewhere nice to show you my favorite places downtown to eat. So we're going to do that. And, uh, Maybe we'll record it for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and uh, me and you downtown eating. We'll do that. Okay, let's go I real quick that. to, uh, let's talk a little bit about, oh, yes. So what are your aspirations? Like 10 years from now, you want to be doing what? My end goal in life for my occupation would be to start my own business someday. Uh, my dad's an entrepreneur and I'd like to follow in his footsteps, but I can do that anytime. So right now I really just want to work in sports because- Sports and people are my favorite two things to talk about or talk with. So uh, if I could someday get on with the PGA Tour, I would love that. Moving to different cities every day to help set up tournaments and help with fans that are passionate about golf would be something really cool. But I love baseball, and baseball is a super long season. So if I can eventually one day get on with a team that travels or get on into a position that travels to help with the team at every stadium and every game, that would be a dream come true to me. Hey, if you ever want to practice or do some stuff that you have in your portfolio to show other people, you can always, we will host whatever show you want to do on our podcast network and you can, uh, you know, get your feels about it because we don't have that much um, golf and, or even baseball. You can do that as well. So you can always feel free to host some shows uh, at our dime, at our expense, on our network, and then you'll have that to show other people. Yes, I would love to. I I love talking about it. And I, you guys talk about football quite often, right? We talk about everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a big fantasy football player. That's something how me and my dad stay connected. So I'm, I'm pretty – I would say I'm a little bit more knowledgeable about football than the average human being. So – or at least – you know, For those of you that are watching, uh, so don't be surprised if next week or next month you see this ad for the Jake Keedy show popping um, <laughs> up. Uh, because I'm telling him right now that he can fr- he can feel free to use our network to um, do what he wants to do. Um, and I'm excited to hear about that because I need somebody to teach me about golf, by the way. So, uh, hey, um, people think, think it's a not a challenging sport. They're, they're wrong. That is mentally abusing. So, And once you are able to get over that mental curve and actually watch people play it, you really like it. And the naps during a golf tournament are always fun because you can wake up and you haven't missed much, but... You're right back in watching again. So I love golf. Watching golf is one of my favorite things to do. Now, they call Wrigley Field the friendly confines, and that's publicly for the fans. I think that that relates to the staff as well. Yeah. Uh, who are some people that, whether it's supervisors or guest services or security or whatever, uh, other than me, who else have you met at Wrigley Field? Oh, I've – Man, that's a loaded question right there. I've met so many people. There's, I have a 
this is kind of nerdy and I don't know really what to say about it, but I have a list of people I try to meet every week. So I've met Sam Thrower. She was like one of the first big names I met. Uh, she was awesome to meet at first. Uh, then I met Vanessa and Joey was really cool. Melly, Melly down at home base was, she was, she was very loving to me at first. Like she was so welcoming. Now it kind of like made me feel good that like, this is definitely a place I want to be. Uh, Toya is one of the supervisors that seems to always be watching over me. So she's been super nice. Uh, Eric down at, at the marquee gate too. He was there when you were there with, uh, we, I met you like in my mind made that mental connection. So Eric's awesome. Uh, Rahaf, she's, she's awesome too. She has a lot of energy and she is very, seems very passionate about her job. So I like watching her work. There's so many people I couldn't, I couldn't name them all that I've met. I, I try to make five LinkedIn connections a week there with people I, I really enjoy and want to be like, so. No, I, I, uh, I'm, I am trying. There's a lot of new people, a lot of new people. There's so many that are new, but the first, what, two and a half months of the season, everybody had a mask on. Yes. So, um, you know, and now people are not wearing a mask. So people that I thought I met, uh, I thought I knew, they'll come up to me at Wrigley Field and say, hey, Frank, what's up? And I'm like, hi, not knowing who they are because there's no mask anymore. So I'm, like, very confused right now. Like, I'm I, at work every day. I'm confused at who I know, who I don't know. So I just say hi, everybody. Just I just – Say hi to everybody because then, you know, everybody had a mask on. And we have a mask on. All you see is this. Yeah. And now that there's no mask, I can't tell who's who. From the people that are new, I can't tell who's who. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I can kind of recognize that because sometimes I'll I try to just repeat saying hi to people so maybe they can make a mental image of me. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, hey. And they're like, uh, hi. <laughs> oh. It's the mask. I'm telling you, it's the mask. But now that there's no more mask. There's a lot of new, new people there. So I, I don't blame them at all. So. There's so many. Now, are there any uh, bucket list games uh, that you can't wait to work uh, at Wrigley Field, whether it be a future All-Star game or World Series or whatever? Are there any bucket list things you have that you want to do at Wrigley Field? Oh, my bucket list thing. I would say the rivalry with Cardinals was, was one I was very, very excited, looking forward to. I like working very passionate games. And not games that people are just kind of like, oh, we have a losing record, so we're not going to travel to watch them play. So any passionate games, I'm excited to watch the White Sox-Chicago game. I'm excited to work that because I've heard there's going to be a lot of energy and tension and passion from both sides. So that's one I, I definitely that's have. A, that's a good ter- word choice to use, a nice one, energy. Uh, I, think on, I think on the security side, we have another word for it. But, yeah, let's call it energy. There's a lot of good energy that day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was I was happy to watch the Padres game because the Padres they're doing they were doing pretty good when we swept them so I was good to watch especially because I like seeing the Padres lose so and that was cool to see them travel all the way over here then we send them back home with a, a broom so yeah okay, so now tell me now you you just moved uh, uh, where you are so tell me what's in your room there uh, you know, what do you have so far what's in my room. Um, so I got very lucky with my roommate. His name's Logan. Uh, he on Facebook marketplace, it just happened to be the perfect timing. Oh, let me see if I can show you. And his, this is mainly all his stuff. I think I, I ate a lot of fruit. So I got a fruit bowl. That's about all I contribute to the room. But, um, 
yeah, so this is my, this is his stuff, but these are my photos. These are like all my friends back home that, um, good vibes, I guess. Just look over there when I'm needing them. My clock's here too, so every morning I have to wake up and touch it and I see them. Um, TV was his. This tapestry came along with me from college, but everything else, it's pretty, pretty boring. Just a bed. Yeah, I was going to make it, but got off late last night and rolled out of bed just in time for this interview, so. Yeah, so you told me you told me uh, last night uh, that uh, you get off at one in the morning. So what what is it that you do? I just started becoming a server. I needed another job while the Cubs were on the road, and I went out one day walking around and applied to as many jobs, serving jobs, because I've never served before. I've been a barista, and so I've never actually delivered food, and I really wanted to do that. And hopefully, I'll become a bartender at this job. That was kind of the agreement we had, but. So I serve at Bar Louie, and man, I got to give credit to those people. Serving is not an easy task at all. It is stressful, fast-paced, and as much as I love meeting people, if I can't interact with people for more than five minutes, it's it's tough. They Everyone needs me at the same time, and it's time flies and very <laughs> stressful. It sounds yeah. like the life of a supervisor, I really feel. It sounds like the life that we have when everybody yeah. wants us at one time. Yes. Um, so I'm going to end this by letting you ask, is there any one question uh, that you want to ask me? If any for me, just want to ask me. Any questions? Um, yes. Yes, I do. Uh, as someone new that wants to make his way up in the Cubs organization, uh, I would really like to make it to the front office some full time or some way I can travel with the team. Have you seen anyone go from guest service to that position? Or And if you have, how mm-hmm. how do you recommend that I do it too? Let me find a way to say this uh, nicely. <laughs> so, okay, so I have. First of all, yes, I have. Because uh, I have I worked with the Cubs for a while. I was 16 when I first first started. Um, and there were plenty of people. Uh, Sean True, Daniel Alexa, uh, Kelly Bilbrey, who's there now, uh, who have moved up from, uh, you know, uh, being a, they were called ushers back then, but they were, who moved up from event operations to uh, the front office, yes. Now, uh, I will say that now um, it is, you know, I think getting an internship first helps, you know, so going that route um, and then moving up is what I would suggest. But I, as far as uh, just skipping from, uh, you know, evaporations to the front office, uh, I haven't seen that now, but I have seen evaporations to intern and then, yes, so that I've seen. Yes. Yeah, I'll have to put that down in my my notes. That that's the direction I need to need to look. That's what I've seen, yes, with my own eyes, yes. Yeah, that's a good question. Good question. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, on that note, oh, twenty minutes on that note. But um, yes. Yeah, so for those of you that are watching, uh, when you're walking around the ballpark, or if you're a fan that day uh, and you're walking around, and he's new, so most new folks are at the gate, so you can see him um, at the gate, probably the marquee gate. Uh, make sure you stop by and, uh, you know, say hi to Jake. And also say, you, you know, you saw him on uh, the Members Only uh, podcast site. And I am crossing my fingers that he has my offer and takes it up. And we're going to see the Jake Keedy show um, at some point here uh, on our site. Jake, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Frank. Now, uh, we're taping this on a day when there was a Cubs game later on at night. Uh, so will you be there tonight? 
yeah, I, I'll, I'm going to get there around three o'clock. I, I'm going to talk with I, Vanessa said she would talk with me today and also give me some guidance. So. Okay. All right. So that, then I will probably. I'll see you yep. I'll see you there tonight. All right. Awesome. I'm excited to see you. All right. Thank you very much. I'll see you all next time. We talk to more rookies. Hey everybody, Joe Flaherty here with the Mistaken Identity Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We want to thank you for your continued support. We also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to those of you who have written reviews, dropped some likes, and shared our shows as that has allowed us to grow beyond any of our expectations. As a matter of fact, we're excited to announce a new way for our loyal listeners to enhance their experience even more with our new membership feature. All you have to do is jump in the show notes and follow the link to our Patreon page where you can find access to a whole bunch of extra goodies for as little as $3 a month. You'll be given access to exclusive content, merchandise, behind-the-scenes video, early access to episodes, the ability to make special requests for guests, and much, much more. Now, if that sounds like something that interests you, head on over to Patreon and search Mistaken Identity Podcast or simply follow the link in our show notes to join the likes of Nancy Sullivan, Alice Daniels, and Kathy Chester at the rookie level, all the way on up to the Hall of Fame level with longtime listeners Kathy Weedley and Kathy Grossman. As always, we can't leave without our disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely our own, and we do not speak for or on behalf of the Chicago Cubs or any other organization. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.